Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. This is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily, pressing in daily to the power and presence of God. I'm so grateful that you're here with me. This is going to be quite a day. So get your ears perked up, open your heart, armor up, and let's press in. I'm coming to you live from South Florida, where our air ministry headquarters are. We have a church called Awakening House of Prayer. We actually have four churches, eight prayer houses, and about 300 prayer hubs all over the world. We are pressing in for revival. Would you join us Amen. Join us. You can come to our services on Sunday, uh, 1047 a.m. I want to forget about that 1047. Oh, Jesus. 1047 a.m. and 1.30 p.m. are our service times in Fort Lauderdale. You can watch that first service online at, at uh, ahop.online. And guess what? You can stream it there. You can stream it throughout the week. Or you become a Web Church member and tap into the, our official pastoral care paradigm. We're praying for you. We are giving you the advice you need to succeed. We're standing with you. That second service is not a repeat message. Listen. Listen. God has a lot to say, so I don't preach the same message twice on Sundays. No. We have School of the Spirit at AHOP. That's Sunday afternoons at 1.30. Come on by. We are in a gift of the Spirit. Uh, uh, um, uh, series right now. And then we're stepping into the Watchman series. So check that out. Go over online at schoolofthespirit.tv if you're not in our region and take advantage of those courses because they will radically change your life and you will walk in greater measures of victory than you have ever known. I tell you, give me a year of your life. Watch what happens. Somebody testify. Come on. Today's devotion is coming from evenings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily, to the still small voice of God. And I love this devotion. I love the title of this because this is absolute truth. And this is uh, one of those uh, truths that just sort of makes me shout and jump and dance. So let's get into it. Uh, here's the devotion. The enemy is under your feet. The enemy is under your feet. And here's what I heard the Lord say. Rock bottom is where you feel like you've landed. But in reality, you are seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus even now. I want to say that again because this is speaking directly to somebody on this broadcast right now in the situation you're in right now. Let me read it again. Rock bottom is where you feel like you've landed. But in reality, you are seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus even now. You are far above all principalities and powers and problems. You are blessed. You are healed. You are victorious. You are prosperous, says the Lord. Look at what belongs to you in Christ and soar to new heights in him. The enemy is under your feet. Remember these truths. Walk in hope, faith, and love, says the Spirit of the living God. Come on, somebody say the enemy is under my feet. Amen. Ephesians 2, 6, 
Ephesians 1, 3, 1 Corinthians 13, 13 are the scripture references for today. Now here's the prayer starter from Evenings with the Holy Spirit devotional. Thank you for reminding me that my feelings are not always the reality. Thank you for encouraging me when I feel down in the dumps. Please remind me to encourage myself in the Lord as David did. Teach me to offer the sacrifice of praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Father, we lift up your name today because you are the most high God. Come on. You are the king of kings. You are the Lord of lords. You are the bright and morning star. You are the lily of the valley, the rose of Sharon. You are the beautiful, beautiful God, the faithful witness, the forerunner in our rear guard. We're so grateful for you, God, because you never leave us without help. You are the very present help in time of need. Holy Spirit, you are our helper. And so when we cry out for help, we know that you are just right next to us. You are within us. You are around us, about us. You are everywhere. The only present God, you're not too far away. You, 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 you're not turning a deaf ear toward us. You're not hard of hearing. When we cry out to you, you are moving at the sound of our voice. You are working all things out together for our good because we love you and we're called according to your purpose. So help us today, God, to get more serious about our purpose, to press in a little deeper to our purpose in Christ. We want to be smack dab in the center of your will, God. We know it's the safest place that we could ever possibly be. We've got to press in to purpose. Press in to purpose. Press in to purpose. God, help us press past the pain and into purpose. Help us press past the procrastination and into purpose. Help us to press past the anger, the unforgiveness, the hurts and the wounds of the past season. Help us to press past these things that keep us bound, that keep us stuck, that keep us wallowing in our own misery. God, would you help us today to press past the things that lie behind so we can press on to the high call in Christ Jesus. There's a high call for you. There's a high call for you. There's a high call for you. Deep is crying unto deep. God is calling you upward. He's calling you higher. Oh, and the Lord would say to you today, come up here and sit with me a while. Listen to the sound of my voice and let it soothe you. Let it encourage your heart, says the Lord. Receive my instructions for the next season, says God, for you think that you're waiting on me, but I am waiting on you. I'm waiting on your inquiry, says the Lord, and I will not turn you away, and I will not delay in revealing to you what you need to know in the moment, what you need to know about the next, but I will share with you. I will show you things to come, says the Lord. I will make it plain. I will show you step by step which way to go. Turn it to the right. Turn it to the left. But I've not called you to go backwards, says the Lord. And I've not called you to stand still in the pain of your present. Because I have a future and a hope for you, says the Lord. And you can go forth with the confidence, knowing that I am with you, says God. That I am leading you and guiding you, says God, into the promise that I have for you. So chin up, head up, 
armor up, says the Lord, for there will be fights and there will be struggles. But remember this, I will never leave you or forsake you. And I am fighting for you and with you. And I have made you victorious in my son. So fret not because of evildoers who prosper in their way. For I have anointed you so that what you put your hand to in my name shall prosper. And you will see victory beyond your wildest dreams when you follow my spirit wherever I lead, says the spirit of the living God. Come on. Come on. Hey, come on. Who says amen? Jesus, help us. Jesus, help us. Hey, Jesus, help us. Hey, Jesus, help us to press into purpose. We need to be a people of purpose. We don't want to walk around willy-nilly. We don't want to walk around mamsy-pamsy. We don't want to walk around with our head in the sand. I don't even know how that's possible. What we do is we do it. We find a way to hide from our purpose. We find a way to hide from our warfare. We find a way to hide from the problems. And we're not really hiding at all. So, Lord, give us a, a divine way up call this morning. Father, would you give us, those of us who are stuck in some area, in, in some aspect of our life, those of us who are, who are hiding uh, from something or from someone or from something or from someone, if we're, if we're hiding, if we don't want to make the confrontation, if we, if we don't want to face down the, the warfare, if, if there's something that we're hiding from, God, would you help us? today? Would you confront us today? Would you wake us up today? Break the divine wake-up call. We don't want to walk around complaining about our current realities when it would be so easy if we would just take a step to see a new reality. We don't want to be complaining about what happened yesterday when we could just so easily, with one step in your direction, shift our now. Jesus, help us to shift our now. We want to be in your purpose. We want to be in your glory. We want to be in the moment. We want to be on the cutting edge. We want to be innovators for your kingdom. On the cutting edge. Come on. I want to be on the cutting edge. Come on. Who's going with me? To the cutting edge. I want to be on the forefront. I want to be in the midst of the battlefield. I want to be on top of the mountain. I want to be seeking the face of the Lord. Dancing with angels. Come on. There's more. There's more. There's more. There's more for you. There's more. There's more for you. There's more. There's more for you. There's more. There's a different reality, a better reality. Oh, Jesus, help us to step into our purpose. Help us, Lord, to find it, to see it, to know it, to grab a hold of it, to not be willing to back off from it when the enemy comes in to steal, kill, and destroy, when the enemy comes in like a flood. Help us, Lord, to rest and trust in the reality that when the enemy lurks, you see him. Even when we don't see him, you see him. Even when we don't discern, you discern. You know all things and you're willing to reveal to us what we need to know in the moment. So create in us not just a clean heart. Yes, we want a clean heart. Of course, we want a clean heart. But God, create in us a sensitive heart. Create in us, oh God, a discerning heart. Create in us, oh God, a militant heart. That we would no longer back down, running away from the battle line. But that we would run straight 
to it with our sling, with our stone, with our sword, with the word of God in our mouth, that we would prophesy back to the devil, that we would understand who we are and what the will of the Lord is in every battle that we fight, knowing that you've never called us to lose, but you've called us to win. You've not called us into defeat, but you've called us into victory. So help us, Lord, not to shrink back from our purpose. Help us, Lord, not to shrink back from our purpose, not to see ourselves as less than, not to see ourselves as somehow deficient, but we can tap into your all-sufficient grace even when we don't know which way to go. You already know the route. You already know the road. You already know. You already know. You already know. So we're grateful that we know you. We are so grateful that we have come to know you, the great and generous God. We're so grateful that we've come to know you, the, the merciful God. You, you, you watch us. We mess things up for ourselves over and over and over again. We do dumb things and say dumb things and think dumb things and bring these things into our life, these people into our life, these jobs into our life, these debts into our life. We bring all these things, all these people into our lives that you did not ordain for us. And then we have trouble and woes and trials and tribulations and warfare because we brought into the gate of our lives things that you did not ordain for us and then you show us mercy and you're so gracious and you say let me work this out for your good you messed up but i forgive you you shouldn't have chose that spouse that house but i forgive you you got yourself so indebted that you don't know how you're going to get out of it but i forgive you and i have a better way for you so give me some time says the lord to begin to work things out for you for you didn't mess up your situation in a moment it took you a lot of thoughts and it took you a lot of planning to go down that long road but i can bring you up and out of it faster than you think if you'll just wait on me patiently knowing that it won't take as long as you think but it might take longer than you think no one understand that I'm not going to snap my fingers, says the Lord, and make everything all right in a moment. Most of the time, you have to do your part. So wait for my instruction and know that I am giving you the keys to open the next door so that you can slam it on the paths of your life. In Jesus' name, God, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, God. We thank you, Lord. You're so merciful. Come on, you're so gracious. We make mistakes over and over and over again. We slide out of our purpose. We want somebody else's purpose better. We like their purpose better. <laughs> Come on. We like their purpose better. Oh, I think I like my friends. I'm going to step in. We can't step into somebody else's purpose, God. So would you help us to stay in ours? Would you help us to stay in? A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy 
that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at GlobalPropheticCenter.com. gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seers ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. Would you help us, Lord, today to, to really understand? Because so many of the wrong decisions we make, Lord, are because we don't understand our purpose or we want a different purpose than the one you gave us. Because we fail sometimes to realize that your purpose for our life is the best thing for us. Your purpose for our life comes with the equipment that we need to succeed. Your purpose for our life, when we embrace it and try to walk in it, it comes with the provision that we need to execute your will. It comes with the anointing to bless the demons that get in our way. So help us, Lord, to press more fully into purpose. Help us, Lord, to set some time aside to reassess with you. Not that you need to reassess, but we do. Because we've been shell-shocked this past year with so many international tragedies. And sometimes we lose sight of what you told us in the past season. Sometimes we get to where we're running here and there, to and fro, back and forth, running in circles, just trying to survive, just trying to make it through. And we forgot the prophetic word that you spoke to our heart 10 years ago or two years ago. We forgot, we forgot, we forget in the, the mundaneness of life. We forget in the tragedy of life, the death and the grief and the, the divorce and the sickness and all of the things we've seen in the past year raging in the nations and the fear and the trauma. God, would you help us to remember what you said to us before the tragedy? Would you help us to remember what you spoke to us before the death? Would you help us to remember what you spoke to us before the bankruptcy? Would you help us to remember what you spoke to us before the divorce? Would you help us to remember what you spoke to us before we were fired from our jobs, before we lost everything? Help us to remember your words of life because your words always give life. Even when they're words of conviction, they're words of life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that you begin to gently lead us and guide us 
back into the center of our purpose, where we will find everything we need to go forward in victory with great success, glorifying your name, doing what we have been put here on earth to do. <laughs> doing what we have been put here on earth to do. Come on, think about that. Father, help us. Give us the courage. <laughs> Give us the courage to do what you put us here on earth to do. No longer being constrained by financial demands. No longer being constrained by our lack, perceived lack of uh, equipment, our perceived lack of knowledge, our perceived lack of education. No longer being crippled by what the devil says and by what our friends say, our, those who, who, who knew us when. They don't see the call. They don't see the purpose. But Lord, help us to recenter ourselves in your purpose because it's the best place to be and we're not here forever. Our days are numbered by you. You have a high call. So help us, Lord, to do what Paul did. Paul, who was complicit in murdering Christians. Paul, who was persecuting Jesus. Saul, before he came Paul, that was on the wrong road. He was religious. He was fervent. But he had a wrong motive. He had a wrong agenda. He had a wrong mission. Lord, help us that we don't walk through our lives with fervency for the wrong thing. Fervency for the wrong mission. Fervency for the wrong assignment. Fervency for the wrong God. Help us, Lord, to submit ourselves to you fully and show us, Lord, what you have for us because you have a great work for each and every one of us to do. You've got a great work. You've got an astounding work. You've got a, a pivotal work for each one of us to do usually begins in prayer. So, Father, put that spirit of prayer upon us. Let the spirit of prayer rest upon us because that informs everything forward. That informs the future. It informs and it brings it about as we cooperate with your grace. As we pray what you want us to pray, you answer swiftly and we will see your glory. And we will hear that, that, that the voice of your spirit saying to us in that day, well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Now let's shift into overpowering Goliath's brothers. I, that was our opening prayer. Now we want to pray into this uh, overpowering Goliath's brothers. Let's do this. I've read this passage in Scripture many times. I'm sure you have as well. It's not about David and Goliath, but it's David after Goliath. And you know the story, everybody. Even unbelievers know the story of David and Goliath. David was young. He was energetic, he was anointed, and he had an assignment from God to take Goliath down. And it was quite a feat because he was a ruddy little boy. He was maybe 14, 15, 16, and he was small in stature, especially compared to Goliath, who was about, well, he was over nine feet tall. You know, they squabble about how tall he was, but dear God, a nine foot tall person, that's a giant to me. But later in David's life, we see another confrontation with the giants. And I want you to catch this because when I say hashtag we stand together, I mean it. Because this is a great example of how sometimes you need your company to stand with you when you go against Goliath's retaliation. This is essentially what we're seeing in David's life 
is retaliation of Goliath through his bloodline. Now let's read this in 2 Samuel, 2 Samuel 21. I'm going to read this passage. I'm going to comment on it and we're going to pray through it. 2 Samuel 21. Make sure you're armored up because we're going to battle. 2 Samuel 21, 15 through 22. Once again, the Philistines were at war with Israel. Surprise, surprise. The Philistines were the arch enemy of Israel and vice versa. And when David and his men were in the thick of the battle, David became weak and exhausted. Now, this was the first time and the only time in the history of David's military career that he became weak and exhausted to the point that he was almost defeated. David never lost a battle, but he was older in years. He was, I'm not sure how old he was here. I'd have to go back and look it up. But his first battle with the giant was a 16. He may have been 80 years old at this point. He was an elder. This was toward the end of his life. Okay. Once again, the Philistines were at war with Israel. And when David and his men were in the thick of battle, David became weak and exhausted. And Ishbi Benab was a descendant of the giants. Catch that. Ishbi Benab was a descendant of the giants. He was in the bloodline of Goliath. His bronze spearhead weighed more than seven pounds, and he was armed with a new sword. He had cornered David and was about to kill him. This is mighty David who never lost a battle. He slew thousands, ten thousands. They sang songs about him. And this giant had David in the corner. He had David's back against the wall. There did not seem to be any way of escape. David must have been wondering, my God, my God, I'm sure he was crying out to the Lord. I'm sure he was. But the Bible says that this giant was about to kill David. But Abishai, son of Zeruiah, came to David's rescue and killed the Philistine. Then David's men declared, you are not going out to battle with us again. Why risk snuffing out the light of Israel? Verse 18, after this, there was another battle against the Philistines at Gob. As they fought, Sebekai from Husha killed Saph, another descendant of the giants, another man in Goliath's bloodline. During another battle at Gob, Elhanan, son of Jair from Bethlehem, killed the brother of Goliath at Gath. This was his actual physical brother. The handle of his spear was as thick as a weaver's beam. In another battle with the Philistines at Gath, they encountered a huge man, listen to this, with six fingers on each hand and six toes on each foot. Dear God. 24 in all, who was also a descendant of the giants. But when he defied and taunted Israel, he was killed by Jonathan, the son of David's brother, Shemiah. These four Philistines were descendants of the Gath, of the giants of Gath, but David and his warriors killed them. Now, actually, David didn't kill them, but he got the credit because he was king. This is a great example of how sometimes the devil that you came up against and defeated swiftly will cause or send retaliation. In other words, demons run in networks. And just because you take one out doesn't mean all of them fall. No, you're going to end up getting retaliation. But it's also a lesson in how many times the warfare we fight, we must run in the company to defeat the enemy because we're seeing an onslaught. One can put a thousand to flight and two can put 10,000 to flight. And here we see David almost killed by the retaliation 
retaliation from Goliath's bloodline, but his company stood up and stood in and rescued him and took out the other giants and defeated the retaliatory spirits that were arrayed against David and his kingdom. So let's pray. You got it? If you've got it, say amen. And let's pray. Father, thank you. Thank you, Lord, that you are our greatest tag team partner because we have Father, Son, Holy Ghost, and the angels. There are more for us than against us. There are more angels than demons. And Father, we repent if we have run away from the retaliation and tried to hide behind the baggage. We repent if we have shrunk back from the battle line that you've called us to. We repent if we've operated in fear instead of faith. So cleanse us, Lord, from the unrighteousness and help us, Lord, to find our company. Because when the retaliation comes, when it boomerangs back upon us, sometimes it's stronger than the initial fight. Sometimes the demon, the, the giant that we slayed sends seven worse than him back to come against us. So would you help us, Lord, today to band together, to stand together, to run to the battle line together with shields locked, with arms locked, with, 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 with our swords in our hands, ready to defeat the enemy. I take authority, come on, let's do this together. I take authority over the giants of our past that cry to creep back into our presence. We bind you in Jesus' name. I said, I take authority and I push back and I dismantle the demons from our past that are looking for an opportune time to come and attack when we're least expecting it, when we're not ready, when we're emotionally distraught, when something else has come as a tag team partner to derail our future by delaying our present, we will stand against it. We push it back now in Jesus' name. We bind the giants. We bind the, 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 the Philistine spirits. We bind every demon power that's trying to bind us. We are walking in liberty. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. So we will not be enslaved once again to the yoke of bondage, but we will walk in the freedom that Christ died to give us, and we will walk with the confidence that greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. So we push back these giants. We command you to bow in Jesus' name. We declare declare that greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. Greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. Greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. And we decree today that victory is our portion. Vindication is our portion. Uh, uh, freedom is our portion. Prosperity is our portion. Healing is our portion. Deliverance is our portion. These are the benefits of our covenant. And we refuse to allow the giants to frighten us or intimidate us to try to get us to back up and back off what you promised us. We will not forfeit our promise. We will not forfeit our future and our hope, but we will stand and fight and we will win because if God is for us, then who can be against us? So strengthen us, God, for the fight. Give us strategies and tactics for the battle. Help us to see and discern what's coming against us so we don't just beat the air, but that we beat the devil down to the ground. In the name of Jesus, we thank 
thank you, God, for victory. We thank you, God, for your blood. We thank you, God, for your name. We thank you, God, for your word. We thank you, God, for the weapons of our warfare, which are not carnal, but are mighty in God for pulling down the strongholds. So in the name of Jesus and by the blood of Jesus, by the word of the living God, we dismantle the strongholds and we say that we are on the top of the mountain looking down at the beauty of the spoils that we're about to collect for your glory in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Come on. Hey, come on. Come on. Who's with me? Hey, some of you have seen some setbacks, but you're primed for a comeback. Last week has been difficult for me, and yesterday was difficult for me trying to get back in the swing after everything that happened the previous week with the deaths and all the, the issues, the two deaths in the family last week, actually. And so we had, but you know what? You cannot let the devil keep you down. You can't let him uh, continue to resist you forever. Your resistance has to be stronger than his resistance. And it is. All you have to do is put your will against it. I said, your resistance must be stronger than his resistance. Are you hearing the words coming out of my mouth? Your resistance has to be stronger than his resistance. And yours should be because you're in Christ. And Christ is helping you resist. You've got the angels and the Holy Ghost here doing the will of God on your behalf as you decree his word. So your resistance, the resistance that you put up against the enemy's plans and plots must be stronger than the resistance he puts up against you. In other words, let me put it this way. You must outlast the devil. You must outlast him. That means you must resist strong and resist long until you see the victory because the victory is already assigned to you. It's not a, it's not a question. It's not a question. As a matter of fact, pretty soon, maybe sometime in the next few weeks, I'd hope to start this sooner, but everything kind of got derailed uh, with these deaths in the family. So uh, pretty soon I'm going to be starting a 45-day series on breakthrough prayer. And we are going to, listen, you better start telling your friends, they better start connected with the broadcast because I'm doing 45 days, probably just not on the weekends, but the weekdays, 45 days of breakthrough prayer and prophecy and decrees. And I've already got it all planned out and I'm ready to run with it. So begin to let your friends know. We'll be putting out some banners soon. Uh, but we, I, I am not satisfied. Listen to me. I am not going to be satisfied until everyone listening to my broadcast is walking in breakthrough. God is good all the time. Listen, if you want to sow into this broadcast today, uh, it's up to you. We do, uh, we're gearing up to do a lot of missions, uh, particularly in Latin America. And uh, if you would like to sow into that, you can do that at jenniferleclair.org slash missions. Don't you think people all over the world need to, need to know how to fight and pray and believe God? Don't you think people need to get saved and healed and delivered? That's our work. And you can sow into that at jenniferleclair.org slash Missions. You can also use the Cash App. Cash App is dollar sign prophetic books. Cash App is dollar sign prophetic books. Cash App is dollar sign prophetic books. You can use the Venmo. Venmo is uh, Venmo is at Jennifer Leclaire. The Venmo is at Jennifer Leclaire. You can use the text to give. Text to give is seven five four seven zero one. 2161, text the word pray to 754 701 2161, text the word pray. P.O. Box, P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida 33303. If you're trying to send something that is snail mail, I love you guys. I'll see you on tomorrow. Have a great day. 
This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.